Hello and welcome to Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear. And this week it's our Halloween episode as we delve into Max Schreck, director F.W. Murnau, and the 1922 masterpiece of horror, Nosferatu. So, do come back! And we're back with Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear. I'm your host, Gabriel Russo, and this week it's our Halloween episode. Like I said, we're going to be talking about Max Schreck, who played Count Orlock in the 1922 masterpiece film Nosferatu, directed by F.W. Murnau. He was a German filmmaker. This was a German film. So in 1922, Prana Films... Uh, was a short-lived, silent-era German film studio. They were founded in 1921. They only put out one film, and that was Nosferatu. And the reason was that the reason for that was because they did not have the rights to Bram Stoker's novel Dracula, but they thought they would make it anyway. And so they changed Vampire to Nosferatu. They changed Count Dracula to Count Orlock. And they made some other small changes. They changed it from Britain, or from England rather, in the 1890s to Germany in the 1830s. Let's see, I guess that's really it. He, it, The other change is that he dies at sunrise. Well, Count Orlock uh, does not create other vampires. He kills his victims, unlike Count Dracula, who creates more Orlock must sleep by day as sunlight would kill him, while the original Dracula is only weakened by sunlight. We've come to see now over the years that vampires can either be killed by the sunlight or can just twinkle in the sunlight. They can wear magical rings which allow them to walk in the sun. They can do any number of things. But back then, when we're sticking closer to the source material, it uh, the, the original Dracula was only weakened by sunlight. So... Now, in the film, the Count is ultimately destroyed at sunrise when the Mina character sacrifices herself to him, basically keeping him outside while he drains her, and the sun comes up, and then he turns, you know, he turns to dust. Now, the film, as soon as it was released, they declared bankruptcy because Florence Stoker, the widow of Bram Stoker, sued them and won. They court-ordered all existing prints of Nosferatu burned, but one copy had already been distributed around the world. And these prints were bit, were duplicated over the years. It's an example of an early cult film because people kind of traded old prints of it back and forth and it made the rounds through kind of hand to hand. Roger Ebert, the famed critic, had this to say about Nosferatu. Quote unquote, here's the story of Dracula before it was buried alive in cliches, jokes, TV skits, cartoons, and more than 30 other films. And 30 is way low. There have been hundreds of films. The film, is all, the film is in awe of its material. It seems to really believe in vampires. That brings us to... Oh, well, and then one more thing is Rotten Tomatoes. I may have already said this. Rotten Tomatoes uh, has declared this the second best reviewed film of all time. Well, not declared, but on Rotten Tomatoes, it is the second best reviewed horror film of all time. And it came out 97 years, 93 years ago, whatever it is. And it's silent, so, I mean, they must have been doing something right. It is a very moody film. It is very atmospheric. And getting back to what uh, Ebert said, where the film really believes in vampires, will bring us to the first sort of rumor surrounding this 
film and the production. The film, it was rumored that Max Schreck, who played Count Orlock, was a real vampire. Now that's foolishness. And the film that came, there was a, a movie that came out in 2000 called, was starring Willem Dafoe and John Malkovich. It was called Shadow of the Vampire. And it's a fictionalized account of the making of Nosferatu, in where they allege that Max Schreck was a real vampire, or a real Nosferatu. He made a deal with the director, F.W. Murnau, to star in the film. He would do it, you know, and bring realism, obviously, to the part, in exchange for Murnau allowing him to kill everyone, drain everyone that worked on the film. Um, Now, that has been a persistent rumor that that this Max Shrek was a real vampire. And, and it's, um, you know, obviously it's, it's, maybe he was. Anyway, uh, he was said to, let's see, we'll get to Max Shrek. He was born in 1879 in Germany, obviously. He was enthusiastic for the theater from a young age. Yeah. I mean, he starred in a bunch of, of films, silent films, between 1919 and 1922. Another picture with F.W. Murnau in 1924, a comedy called Defanzen des Zogs, which means the Grand Duke's Finances. It was a comedy. But Murnau did not hesitate to declare his contempt for this picture. Shrek was married to an actress named Fanny, Fanny Norman. He, in 1926, Max Schreck, see, there's not a whole lot of information on Max Schreck. It was all, all of his work was in Germany, which probably led to or helped build the, uh, you know, the mystery surrounding him because he did not live in Hollywood and he never, you know, and then he died shortly after. In 1926, he passed away. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I said 26, 1936, uh, he died. He played the Grand Inquisitor in the play Don Carlos. And that evening he felt unwell. The doctor sent him to the hospital where he died early the next morning of a heart attack. His role as Count Orlock was his most famous role, although his obituary praised his role of the miser in a Moliere comedy play. He was buried March 14th, 1936 at Wilmersdorfer Waldfriedhof Stansdorf in Brandenburg. So. I don't mean to make light. I just like saying German words in a weird way. Like I say, Willem Dafoe played him um, in a sort of secret history. They posit that he was a real vampire. The scriptwriter for the Batman Returns film, which was Tim Burton, Max Schreck, well, the, the scriptwriter was named Daniel Waters. He put a character in played by uh, Christopher Walken in that film named Max Schreck, which was an in-joke and kind of an in you know, just a, they just used the name to, to lend an air of weirdness or whatever. Now, F.W. Murnau, he directed, director, he directed 21 films, eight of which have been lost. Twelve survive in their entirety. And he's got one reel of a feature that survives as well. Uh, most of his work was in Germany as well. He did, he did emigrate to Hollywood in 1926, where he joined the Fox studio and made three films in Hollywood, Sunrise, Four Devils, and City Girl, in 27, 28, and 30, respectively. In 1931, he traveled to Bora Bora to make the film Taboo with the documentary film pioneer Robert Flaherty. Uh, They split after artistic disputes. A week prior to the opening of the film, 
F.W. Murnau died in a hospital due to an, a car accident that he had been in in the Pacific Coast Highway. Now, he was born in 1888 and died in 1931. This was his best film as well. Best known film, I should say. Not, maybe not best film, but best known film. Now, he did, he preferred working in silent. He came to Hollywood just as they were switching over into talkies, but he really preferred the silent. Um, I guess he could, he thought he could get more, I don't even know what, more realism from the actors in their movements, I suppose. In the Shadow of a Vampire film, Murnau is portrayed by John Malkovich. And uh, they say in that film that he was so dedicated to film, to making it genuine, that he actually finds you know, a vampire. So, several lost films. Most of his early films, as a matter of fact, all of his early films are lost. And they're all German. Now, not that, you know, but that just means that we're not going to... People here aren't familiar. And uh, the few... Let's see, 1926, his last German film was Faust. In 1928... The film Four Devils is generally regarded as one of Murnau's best works and is a highly sought-after lost film. That's interesting. Eventually, they'll find a copy or, or parts of it, bits and, bits and pieces of it, I hope. You know, as time goes on, it gets harder and harder, but you never know. Now, the film itself was not a hit. Um, I imagine it probably would have been a hit financially, but with being sued. And they had to know that they were going to be sued. But I guess they thought maybe they could get, they could get around it. I, I'm not sure exactly, but it is certainly one of the creepier movies I've seen. It's not exactly scary, but it is very atmosphere. It has a definite atmosphere to it and a definite uh, some gravitas to it. It was it was described as a sensation. Praised the nature shots in it as mood creating elements. It was praised for its visual style. And here, 93 years later, it's still one of the best. One of the best horror movies ever made. In pop culture, in 1979, Werner Herzog made a tribute film entitled Nosferatu the Vampire with a Y, starring Klaus Kinski as Count Dracula, not Orlov. I haven't seen that either, but that's probably pretty weird. I know that Werner Herzog and Klaus Kinski had kind of a, a manic relationship going, friends-wise. In 1994, in the movie Interview with a Vampire, Brad Pitt's character, Louie, goes to the movies. It's got to be 1922 because he goes to see Nosferatu and the death, the death scene is shown. On July 29th, 2015, it was reported that a remake of the film was, would be written and directed by Roger, Robert Eggers, who directed The Witch, which is, I guess, kind of interesting. I don't know. They'll probably just junk it up and make it all gory and gross. But there are some creepy scenes, and you can watch most of it on, on YouTube. I think you could probably watch all of it on YouTube, actually. You have to pardon me. This week I've had a cold most of the week, and so my voice sort of cracks or goes up or whatever. I can't, you know, I've got a cold. So, But uh, that has been the, the film Nosferatu. Now, in doing just my little bit of research that I do for these, which meant looking at Wikipedia, and typing in the people's names into Google, I came up with an interesting story just recently uh, surrounding this film and actually the director, F.W. Murnau. So apparently in July of this year, it was discovered the embalmed head of Nosferatu director Friedrich Wilhelm Murnau, F.W. Murnau, has been stolen from the cemetery near Berlin. 
Thieves reportedly broke in the 200 hectare Stansdorf Cemetery over the weekend, over that weekend in July. Open the door of the Murnau Mausoleum, which was built in 1932, and stole his head. They, uh, they cracked open the gray, the, the coffin, put a candle to take pictures. They were not sure if it was, uh, if it was Satan. They suspect that it was Satanists. His funeral was attended by only 11 people, which is kind of sad, uh, including Greta Garbo, who we've all heard of, and Fritz Lang, who was the director of Metropolis. Anyway, so people, somebody broke into this guy's, because he's an icon of horror, and if the, uh, you know, if the rumors are to be believed about him, you know, uh, knowing Max Shrek, or, or knowing Max Shrek was a real vampire, which is not the case, but uh, he was one of the most influential German directors, and his head was embalmed. It was called a scandal. The body is in good condition, and his head still has facial features such as hair and teeth. Yikes. Many visitors and fans from around the world make a pilgrimage yearly to visit his tomb, which is he's buried along with his brothers Robert and Bernard. Now they have no information, and this just happened in July, but, uh, yeah. So the director of the most, well, one of the most influential and most well-regarded, most highly regarded horror films, uh, had his head stolen by German grave-robbing teens, Satanists. I wonder where it is now. Eventually they'll find it. So that is the story. Not much detail to it. But it's our Halloween episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. Once again, I am your host, Gabriel Russo. You can follow me on Twitter, GRusso1971. You can check out on Facebook. Type in my name, Gabe Russo. You can, to befriend me, you can, uh, Gabe Russo Art to check out some art. You can go to Potomatic.com. You can go to iTunes to leave a review. Please, please do that. Unless you hate the show, please, please don't do that. Like I said, Potomatic.com is where I record and upload my shows, and it is a very easy podcasting site. Once again, if you're interested in anything that I've talked about or anything, look it up on YouTube. It's all there. Uh, you can read about it on the Internet. You can just type in Nosferatu or Max Shrek into the uh, search, your, your, your favorite search engine. Like I said, thanks for listening. I know this one's been kind of the throwaway, but, you know, they can't all be, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, thanks for listening, and come back next week. I appreciate it.